0: hey guys welcome to another episode of the dirty giants podcast as always thanks for the support i really appreciate it we've got a lot of support going so i I hope we can keep it going and keep getting awesome people on the podcast so that we can learn how to hunt big mule deer anyways this week we got an awesome episode with steven peter he killed a freaking awesome uh archery buck this year and then he talks about a little bit of shed hunting he, he's picked up some giant sheds and he shares some tips and tactics with us anyways before we start I just want to thank our sponsors scout to hunt uh, they're doing a shed photo contest right now with over ten thousand dollars in prizes so you're gonna want to go to their page and check it out also scree gear they they've had some new stuff they have a new pattern um, so you're going to want to go check that out as well. And then last but not least, we have Ancient Boots. I used their boots all last year, they're they're sneaky type boot and I really liked them. They've really come in handy and they've really helped, <laughs> helped me be a little more quiet and, <laughs> on my stocks and stuff. So anyways, let's go ahead and get started. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Dirty Giants podcast. We got Steven Peter on this week. This guy finds some giant shed every single year. He killed a really awesome buck this year, too, that we'll get to hear the story of. And so I'm excited to to talk to Steven a little bit and, and hopefully learn, learn a bunch of stuff from him. So thanks for getting on, Steven. I appreciate it.
2: <laughs> yeah, no problem.
1: <laughs> so, I just kind of want to get to know you a little bit before we jump into your story. Um, I guess, let's kind of start off on how you got started on hunting.
2: Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> so, uh, it's been in the family, basically. Uh huh. And then, my dad's dad, you know, just pass it on. We've always been hunting, like, forever. And Was- then mainly my dad's the one that really got me into it Cause he's a guide. And then, uh, he, I would always tag along on the hunts throughout the years. And it's so fun, especially, and then picking up sheds and then coyote, coyote, hung. that's how yeah. I started right there. So
1: was, is your whole family, it seems like you're pretty into it. Is your family as into it as you are, or are you kind of a, uh, a
2: level? My dad side, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So I guess kinda of, that kinda of goes into the next question. What do you feel like um makes you so passionate about hunting?
2: I would say it would have to do with like where I live, you know, my backyard's pretty, like Arizona is only thirty minutes away, Utah's an hour, Colorado forty five minutes away, and then we live in like the mountains are just right behind our house basically. So Yeah, you know, a lot of time there. So just growing up there. Yeah.
1: And so you're also a, a guide, right? Yeah. So do you guide? I I notice you guide sheep a lot. Is what other <laughs> do you deer too?
2: Just sheep and mule deer.
1: Yeah. Okay. And that's on the Navajo Nation, right?
2: Yeah, it's on the Navajo Reservation. So and how and, does that work? Uh, can can non-tribal members? Yeah, you, like connect? you, you can hunt there. There's general units. You can. It's a random draw. Uh huh. It's a for archery. It's like a nine-day hunt, rifle nine-day hunt. Anyone can do, Anyone can hunt it. It's a yeah. it's a kept secret until now. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> we just killed the beans. Yeah. Yep. So you can hunt how does it. The draw take place. It usually the the uh, hunt proclamations come out. I believe. Hold on. In May. Uh huh. Or yeah, May and June. You have like I think two months, and then the results come out in July. Like if you drew or what.
1: Okay. Is it is it pretty tough drawing odds for non-members?
2: Mm, it's I'd say it's <laughs> fairly even between Navajo and non non-native.
1: Yeah. Sweet. I might need to look into that a little more, honey. Yeah,
2: you should. know that. General units. They got general units, trophy hunt units for elk, deer, antelope, bear, my lion, sheep. <laughs> Jeez.
1: So, what's your favorite thing to guide? Is it. It's sheep. Really? Yeah, you've, yeah. Killed, you've killed some. Yeah, it's sheep. Some unreal sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet.
2: I don't I, know, I, don't know a I have two of. hunts coming up this year for sheep. Do you? Yeah, I'm guiding. Yep. Typically, how, many, how
1: that? many hunters do you take a year? Three, usually. Three? three I would say. Do you take many deer hunts? Do you guide a lot of deer hunts, too?
2: Not a lot of deer, because, well, for archery, that's, like, the only time, personally, I get to hunt. Okay. So I do that hunt for myself.
1: Yeah. Well, it looks like he kind of took advantage of that this year. He killed a freaking awesome buck. Yeah. Let's get into that story a little bit. It, okay. So I noticed before you killed it, too, you were posting quite a few good bucks that you had on camera.
2: Yeah, so. like six six big bucks. Really?
1: So was the yeah. one you killed, was that your target buck?
2: He was like, I would, if I were to give it a number, he'd be three. Really? Yeah, he'd be three. But then, like the the other two bucks, I don't know, dude. I think I think they're young. You know, they need another year or two. So, did you purposely maybe not hunt those bucks, or? Yeah, did I didn't. Them?
1: And can you get that? Can you yourself get that archery tag just about every year? So, you might kill another one this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could. <laughs> That's sweet. So tell us the story. Tell us the long version
2: of how it went How it went down. <laughs> all right. So it basically started in July. Like, I didn't even get drawn yet for that unit. I was even, I don't know, dude. I just, I scouted it. First, Google Earth. I used Google Earth. Uh-huh. Basically, I just wanted to know the area, drive all the roads I can find, uh, find the water at the time. Yeah, but it, it Dude, dried out later right on, here, but,
1: right?
2: Yeah, it was. So and then at the end of July is when I first spotted the buck I killed. Actually, the last weekend of July. You know, oh. he's barely uh, forking out. You can tell he's going to be a inline buck. Yeah. And then I got really busy at work, so I didn't go back till around August. when I got really serious about it. And then work, I had a shift change, so I started working at 12 to 8 in the afternoon. Okay. And then in the mornings, I would leave freaking 2 o'clock in the morning, 2 a.m., go straight to the mountain, hang cams. It's like only time I had time.
1: Jeez. That's dedication.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. And go straight to work from there. Wow. Those are some long days.
1: You put yeah. In- like it is you see all your camera stuff check cameras and set cameras what? obviously yeah. it was still dark
2: <laughs> yep in in the dark headlamp walking around yeah <laughs> so when you first saw this buck like you
1: said did you just you just spotted him with your eyes right you didn't get him on camera right away
2: yeah yeah i seen him with my eyes he was actually on this like cliff and then he was getting i guess there was water up. i never went up there but you could tell he's drinking water from on this cliff. Okay. Like the Lion, Lion King type stuff. He's right at the freaking, like, oh, my gosh. If I had my binos, it would have been a sick photo right there. <laughs> yeah. Skyline <Highline>, drinking <laughs> water. I could tell he's going to be wide, too, like his frame. Like, that's a big buck right there. He's yeah. Like 150 yards. I've seen oh.
1: him. So not too far. You got a good look at him.
2: Yeah, with my eyes. That was it. So,
1: so then, did you set cameras in that area? No, yeah,
2: I set cameras all in that area, and then I noticed mm-hmm. there was a. Uh, I never went back to where he got water actually, because there was nowhere to really put a camera. Okay. And then uh, I went on the back side where he was at, and then there's a drainage, and I walked all the way down, and I found an underwater little water spot right there.
0: Oh, really? Coming
2: out from under the ground, yeah. So I, I dammed it up. I spent like an hour or maybe two hours cleaning the area. I dammed it up. Uh huh. Uh, it's real thick. I I call it out country is where he lives. You know, hard to get yeah. can't even glass it. It's so thick. But I put a camera there. Shoot, like a week later or two, he hit it. I finally got a good look at him. See what he was. And then, came on from there.
1: So, were these other bucks, the other big bucks, were they hitting the same camera? Or were all your bigger bucks uh, they in a little different area?
2: Yeah, it was a different area about okay. like like five miles away. Yeah. Nintendo, but with the drive, which, crows fly five miles. Okay. Kind of like, 10
1: so then you kind of decided you're gonna you're gonna hunt this buck once you got him on yeah, camp.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was huntable. He was killable. To, to the T, like he would come to water almost to the minute of all the time. Really? Yeah, you're like 3:32 or whatever, something like that. Yeah. That's how I killed him too. I went back exactly, <laughs> exactly at the time. But anyways, I seen him. Um, we got a game plan, hunt seasons was getting really close and we're finding different bucks. Actually found two bucks, one possibly almost two, typical. He's pushing two hundred.
1: Jeez.
2: But yeah, he's the young one though. And then another non typical, like a seven by six or something, hook uh-huh. uh-huh. cheater and the stickers on the other side. So some sweet bucks. Yeah, and then also a, a beamer buck, you know, he's tall, eighteen inch G twos, maybe nineteen. And his, and his beams just dropped down.
1: Gosh. So you had
2: some studs found. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a good year, a crazy year. That's the first time I've seen it like that in a while.
1: Really? Had so had yeah. you you this area like No, I never I here? never
2: hunted it. I just took a chance.
0: Okay.
1: And then do you have a lot of like hunting pressure or do you kinda have that spot to yourself? No. I had it all to myself. Oh, that's sweet. Yep. So then opening morning comes
2: along. What's what's the game plan? So opening morning I wanted to go after those two big bucks. I just wanted to try it. Basically I put a tree stand on the near the water. Uh-huh. And buck that was with the two bucks all their buddies except those two <laughs> the morning even the the beamer the drop buck with the beamer you saw him he, too no he he oh. came into the water but i passed
1: oh okay. it was a
2: hard pass and then i seen him later driving out from the area i got what 30 yards from him really and i just oh my gosh and right after i regretted it not shooting him He's so, so big. How
1: big do you think that buck was that you passed, the beamer buck? You like, Is he like I'd 180
2: say, type deer? Yeah, he's 180 typical, straight four, eye guards. Mm. He's tall. Like, trail cameras, he looks tiny, but when you see him in person, he's, he's freaking tall.
1: Yeah. So you passed yeah. him.
2: Uh-huh. And then we sat that whole evening and then nothing. So the next day I decided to go after that inline buck. Uh-huh. So there's this knob he lives by. And on the he's usually on the south side. We got the wind right. We parked, we hiked in. I'd never been in his bed his bed area. It's a big area though. Yeah. It's nice and open versus where i usually see them and then it's like it's pretty cool spot it's like an old i don't know like wood we call it like a wooden wooden mill or whatever oh okay and there's all these down trees in there all cut up it's been there for years it looks like it's pretty cool and then right when we get in there i looked in this this stick area. And I'm like, guaranteed, I told my little cousin, I said, guaranteed he's in there. He's bedded in there. So we circled. I took two steps, probably right after saying that, and boom, he jumps up and takes no off. No
1: way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not even kidding. He's with like nine other bucks and a giant typical. I never seen him before. So it's, oh, crap. <laughs> we, we took off. We circled him. And then... There's this cliff. I'm like, dude, he's going to come right here. We waited, we waited, we waited, nothing, dude. So then I started walking on that trail on the cliff. Sure enough, we bump them. Like, they were, like, one minute if we waited. They would have all came one by one right um, below us. Oh, jeez. So we blew them out again. We circled again. I'm out of breath. And then, we're we're side healing them basically, and then they get above us. And I'm like, dude, they're gonna come out right here. I knocked the arrow, I drew back, and then boom! One by one, the first buck that took off was that giant typical. I never seen him before.
1: Uh huh. I'm
2: like, no, nah, that's not him. I know the big buck, but I'm like, that's not him. <laughs> he walks off, Forky, all the little bucks, and then boom! He's right there, perfect broadside. So. Uh... I sent it, and that arrow went right over his back, like, four inches. -uh. (laughs) (laughs) Nuh-uh. Perfect. Picture perfect. Oh, he took off. I knocked another arrow. I crept up, and I'm looking. I'm trying to find out where he's at. Yeah. Pretty open. And then I couldn't see him. So I took two steps, and he was just standing there watching me the whole time. No way.
1: So yeah. how far are you at this point from him?
2: Let's see. I say 40 yards.
1: Oh, so he's in range right now.
2: Yeah. He's just standing there. He didn't know what, what that was, the arrow. Yeah. But I went back at the shot, and I he was 64. I guessed 54. I didn't have time to range. I just guessed it. Uh-huh. It was a clean miss, though.
1: Okay. So just barely over his back.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then after I missed, dude, I was so like I was so sad basically. <laughs> yeah. I had no motivation to get back to the truck. I think I laid there on the ground <laughs> for an hour. For an I hour, dude. Feeling. I was so mad.
1: I know that feeling. That's the worst feeling. You put all that yeah. time and effort all those early
2: mornings and <laughs> you blow it. I just blew it. <laughs> so my little my little cousin motivated me entirely. We got back up. We went back to the truck. I was like, all right, he's going to come back. This is his bed. So we waited like six hours all day. Uh-huh. We waited. And then I was uh, target practicing in the dirt, yeah. just shooting like a little plastic bottle. And then I realized, I spaced it out the freaking time, you know. It was 3.30. It was 3.19. Uh-huh. And then... I said, Oh my gosh, Ty, we gotta go, we gotta go. So we took it's off. we time took again. off to the water hole. We took off to the water hole. Uh-huh. And, like, we we're gonna sit there, we we're gonna sit there all evening. We we're a little late but then we start grabbing snacks, you know, pad to sit on, all the munchies. <laughs> we walked forty yards from the truck and then We're face-to-face with him. No (laughs) No way. The inline box. We're just staring at each other. I'm like, oh, my gosh, dude. I have all the snacks in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) No way, dude. And then he took off. So I dropped everything, knocked the arrow, we circled again. Right above the water hole where I've been getting pictures of him. Yeah. And then he came in to the minute, like, it was 3.34. Oh, my gosh. That was, I don't know. <laughs> and he came anyway, in to drink again? Yeah. He didn't drink oh, for, God. he comes in every two days. Holy. what I found out. And it was the second, it was the time, it was about that time he needed water. Yeah. So that's why we went back. But anyways, we circled after we spook him. And then I told my little cousin, I said, he's right there. I pointed, but he thought I told him to walk that way, and he walked straight to the buck. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Then he stopped, which I think was a good thing because he walked to the buck, and then the buck was looking at him. Yeah. And I was still circling. Oh, he's right there. But here we go again. I drew back and then sent it. You smoked him. I hit him. He was quartering hard, looking at my little cousin. I hit him on the last, the last rib. You know, he took off. I could see the arrow bloody and sticking out. Oh, that was a good feeling right there. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it was a good hit. Did he go far?
2: He only went a hundred yards. But then, when after the shot. I was looking in the wrong spot for the blood trail.
0: Way oh. okay, wrong
2: spot, buck fever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I yeah. thought I missed, but I'm like, I, I didn't. You know, I seen blood. But I'm like, I don't know. Dude. I was so confused right there. So we backed out because we thought there was no blood. And then I hit him bad or whatever. And then we waited like four hours. I tried calling my dad to help us track. Uh-huh. He's like, Yeah, yeah, I'll come, I'll come. And then my dad didn't even know where we we're at. He were we were he was thinking a whole different area. We'd never been there. Yeah. But he thought I knew where the I he thought he knew where the buck was, the area, but completely different. <laughs> so I was like, alright, let's just let's just go in there. And I I uh zigzag, boom, found the blood spot. Oh
1: jeez. Oh, were you freaking? I'm out? like no,
2: no, no! I was like no way! I was freaking looking in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh really? And then another ten yards. There's tiny drops, and then you go further down where he ran. Uh huh. Just looking the whole different area, dude. Big old blood spot. <laughs> If we'd walked another 10 yards, we would have seen him. And I looked down further on the trail. He's laying there, piled up. No way. Yup. I got bad eyesight, by the way. I thought he was a rock the whole time. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. I thought he was a rock. Like, when we were looking, we found no blood. I was looking at it, and I was like, dang, that looks like a buck. (laughs) (laughs) And it was. Oh, my gosh. So what's it like walking
1: on a buck like that? Like that you have history with? What's it oh like? Oh
2: my gosh, dude! Yeah, no idea. Like no one would know, you know, unless you've done it. Yeah. All the hours, all the mornings. It's just everything paid off, and it's just such it's it's awesome feeling.
1: And you get to put your hands on them. That's oh, yep. <laughs> that's the best part. Oh geez, that's sweet, and that's really such a cool buck. Like he just he splits like on multiple places. It's, it's yeah. Cute. So did you ever like put a tape or anything to him? Like how?
2: When how, I scored him, he's got really short beams, but he went 185 in velvet.
0: Geez, and how
1: wide? He looks yep. pretty wide. Yeah. Did, did you get, like, an outside spread on him?
2: It was a little over 30, like yeah. 30 and a half. He looks, he looks really wide. Yeah, yeah he's, he
1: looks good, though. <laughs> yeah, he looks awesome. Yeah. When I saw that, because I was watching that, like, when you were posting the pictures of, like, your target box and stuff. Yeah, so, before yeah. the
2: hunt even yeah. took place.
1: Yeah, I'm like, oh, he's going to kill a giant. <laughs> yeah, that's how yes. That's so yep. cute. <laughs> That's awesome. So a few things I, I picked up from your from your story that I think mm-hmm. made you successful is the dedication. Like so yeah. you you hadn't worked those hours and still found a time, a lot of people probably would just be like, I don't have time to put trail cameras and <laughs> sleep. But but you even if it was in the middle of the night and I think that's something that kind of set you apart and then persistence even on the hunt, I think a Mm -hmm. lot of people after missing would have gone home or gave up, but you stayed persistent. I kept at it. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of what made that hunt successful. And I think that's what kind of makes the difference between maybe people who don't kill big deer versus people who do. So, I think yep, exactly. That, that's that's awesome. That you put the time in, and definitely seems like you earned <laughs> that buck. Yep, full said and all the way. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you feel like this buck taught you? Is there like any lessons you learned from this hunt?
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, for a while, I think I thought he disappeared, but he was just there the whole time. He wasn't going to the water hole. Really? And, yeah, I think there might have been water somewhere else is where he was getting it. I just don't know, but he's always been there. Yeah. And patience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lots of patience.
1: Jeez. Yeah, so that's probably nerve-wracking when he doesn't hit the water like he's supposed to for a little bit. Yeah. And you, you think he could be gone, but... Yep, what? especially
2: before the hunt, no no photos of him for like three weeks or something really yeah but
1: but you knew he was still in there Mm Mm-hmm. yeah dang that's that's even more interesting so um here's an here's another question what's something like you you know today that you wish like hunting wise that you wish you would have known like five years ago (laughs)
2: <laughs> Let's see. I'd say definitely get new sights for my bow. <laughs> really? <laughs> like the slider, three pin, or one pin? Especially for someone like me. I don't, I was supposed to be wearing glasses, but I don't like it, dude. <laughs> yep. So when I'm full draw, the, the the pins on my bow is just they're so blurry and so stuffed up together, which is yeah, that's that's really a bad thing. But just <laughs> Changing out equipment, I guess.
1: Yeah, Off equipment. That's that's a good one. <laughs> that probably helps
2: when you can see your pins. <laughs> yep, definitely. Just stubborn, very stubborn. <laughs> nah, I got this.
1: That's funny. So, what does your 2021 season look like? Do you, are you gonna go <sighs> after a couple of those bucks on your hit list, or?
2: Yep. They're. Whew. You're calling giant this year. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested to see. Well, I'm going to put in the same unit. <laughs> yeah. I actually look forward to finding their sheds, too.
1: Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. you <laughs> looks like you are consistently picking up big, big sheds. Yep.
2: Um. Well, no one really picks up sheds is part of the reason why in my area. Really? So, traditional. Uh, yeah, most of them are traditional, so they they don't even touch it. Wow. Which is good for me, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so are you, when you're shed hunting, are, are you hitting new spots every time?
2: or you... Yeah, most of the time.
1: Okay. And then <laughs> will you every, every few years? Or yeah, you hitting... I give
2: it two years if I hit the same spot pretty hard.
1: Okay. I'll
2: still end up picking chalk to big chalks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I've seen some of your pictures. What's your favorite shed you've ever found? Is there, like, one that's pretty... It's actually the first
2: biggest shed, I thought, at the time. It's, like, a 170, but he's so small, he's, like, a little big book, and he's got almost seven-inch bases. Really? Yeah. I never posted that set, actually. Maybe I should.
1: Yeah, you'll have to post that up. I want to see what it looks It took
2: looks. Uh, six months to match him up and actually my dad has tail camera pictures of that buck from 2010 I picked him up in 2016 no way (laughs) yeah and then the first like two seconds after I showed my dad he's like I know what buck that is I hunted him really yeah yeah
1: so a lot of the is there a lot of the bigger bucks out there? Are they kind of known? And like you're you're looking for that specific buck, like for that shed?
2: General unit bucks, no one knows about them. You know, everyone knows about them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a low key secret. Oh shoot.
1: You're telling all the secrets on the podcast. (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
2: That's
1: funny. So you have some big plans to pick up some some sheds this year?
2: Yeah, I do. I got spots planned out. I'm just waiting. And actually, our our hunting season and then the deer growth is a little different from your area. We're like a month behind.
1: Oh, really? So they're still hanging yeah. out right now.
2: Yeah, they're still they're still packing. I saw seven bucks last night, still packing. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, the growth year is a month. You're, you guys are ahead, actually. Yeah. Like, some of your – well, I'll see pictures on Instagram. Uh, you're upper Utah, right?
1: Uh, I'm southern Utah, but, yeah.
2: Oh, okay. But when I see pictures and compare them, like, those bucks are almost full grown. Ours are barely forking out. Really? Yeah. It's a time difference. Yeah. yeah. So, those
1: bucks that you had on camera – from this year's hunt, are they going to be pretty close to the same area, or do they travel a ways to?
2: I've, i most likely I've watched bucks four years, all kinds of bucks. Four years I've had, I watched them grow, and they always come back to the same spot.
1: Okay. Sweet. Well, hopefully you can pick those off. Two hundred inch yeah. wouldn't be. I've that- never
2: been that- in the country that area too, so.
1: Yeah. Well, sweet man, is
2: there is there any last things
1: you want to <laughs> you want to share? Any tips or tricks? <laughs> tips or
2: tricks? Let me see. Uh, don't be afraid to send it. If you're gonna send it, send it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so one thing I wanted to ask you that I I thought of real quick is, like when you're you're probably sending those cameras by yourself most times in the middle of the night, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you uh, how do you keep yourself like company and not sometimes when I'm <laughs> myself in the middle of that, I start thinking of like, crazy stuff <laughs> how do you stay motivated to stay out
2: there and, uh... Uh, I'm not really scared actually like one time I walked up on a mountain line like 70 yards really? I thought he was a bobcat but my eyes I thought he was a bobcat and he turned out to be a mountain lion <laughs> <laughs> you walk
1: right up on him.
2: Yeah, I didn't know until he walked away. I seen his long tail, and I started walking back. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not a bobcat. That's a lion. That's kind of freaky. It's
1: probably yeah. of what you're doing out there in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man, I've, yeah, because I've just heard some. I've heard some stories about those areas. That people see. The you like. Yeah, those are scary, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm actually really afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen any?
2: No, I've never seen any.
1: Okay. Are they real? I'm more
2: afraid of lions and bears, actually.
1: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> that makes sense. I keep it real. You do? Just kidding,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I've heard a lot of stories about them, but I've never seen any myself, but I have seen lions and bears. So maybe that's why I <laughs> actually be afraid of those. Yeah. Well, sweet, man.
0: Well, I appreciate you getting on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode of the Dirty Giants podcast. That was an awesome story we heard there. And I think there's a lot of things we can take away from that st- story and learn. And uh, hopefully apply into our own hunting tactics. I, I love mule and I just want to learn as much as I can about him. I love hearing stories, too. We've got some awesome episodes coming up these next few weeks. We're going to try and put out as much content as possible. But if you guys have any feedback, I'd love to hear it. If you have any hunters that you think need to be on the podcast, um, feel free to reach out. I'm always looking to um, talk to more hunters. So anyways, thanks again for tuning in. I'm <laughs> sorry.